All right. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to our Well Woman Wellness Podcast, where we have discussions and conversations about almost everything affecting women and our total well-being. I am your host, Piper Grigsby, and as promised, we have an amazing health and wellness expert here with us today, Kristen Vucinich from California, and she is a certified nutrition consultant with a master's in applied clinical nutrition specializing in postpartum pregnancy and baby nutrition, the three worlds of motherhood. You know, I'm loving this. So welcome with us today, Kristen. We appreciate you coming along uh, on this podcast with us today. How are you doing today? Absolutely. Thank you, Piper, for having me. Um, I'm super excited to dive into the postpartum world today and just talk about, you know, the needs of moms and how we can utilize each other and the supports that we have to get through each of these transitions of motherhood. Yes, I think that is so important. And as we always say, we have you and many other experts with us so we can learn how to navigate and achieve total well-being uh, the right way. And especially when we're talking about pregnancy, postpartum, motherhood in general, that's very special. That's how we were created to bring life into the world. But also we as mothers need to be nurtured and taken care of as well. So when it comes to nutrition, how I think of it, that's a huge major piece uh, in our regimens, in our lives that we need to keep going to feel good, to function well. Um, and just as we always say, to be well, our, you know, our total wellness uh, to be handled. So when it comes to nutrition, what made you, I want everybody to get to know you first of all, because this is amazing. You know, when we hear of nutrition, we just have always heard of a nutritionist. We never really heard of anybody with a specialty. So I'm loving the fact that you have this amazing specialty for moms and babies. So first of all, what, you know, made you or prompted you to actually look into this specialty of, you know, nutrition? Yeah, I love that. Um, let's see. I think it's, it's probably a few, it's probably layered. But uh, ultimately, so I'm a mother of two. Um, I have a little girl and a little boy. And throughout both of those pregnancies, you know, I did what I would consider a pretty traditional avenue of um, my health team and experts. You know, so I had my OBGYN, a midwife uh, with my second one. I had a doula. But throughout both of those, I had very traumatic labors and deliveries um and with my second specifically the recovery process was very long uh something even two years down the road i'm still working on uh, both physically and mentally uh, affected me a lot and so with that um after my second one i dove back into the nutrition world and really focused on how our choices of nutrition can affect us throughout these transitions of motherhood. Uh, because I think we focus a lot on, you know, labor delivery um, with pregnancy, which I did myself. And I do think that's an important piece, but we do have a lot of gaps within the pre and post period of that labor and delivery, uh, specifically with nutrition that we don't focus on. 
So that's what kind of got me in this world. Um, I used to be a teacher and I had a master's in applied clinical nutrition before this as well. It's always been something I've been fascinated with, but it wasn't until after having my son and going through some experiences of my own that I really dove back into it, um, wanting to understand how food truly affects your physical and mental health and the development of your your little your little ones growing inside. I love it. I love the fact that, you know, you're so in tune, first of all, with your own pregnancies. But I love the fact that, you know, you saw the gaps. And that's what we're supposed to do as, you know, as uh, the health and wellness world, that's what we do, where we look at the gaps and say, where can I fit in to be of service and to help? So I love the fact that you did that. But I will say, many of you teachers, you are the best (laughs) care providers out there because you're able to communicate, you're able to sympathize, and then also, you know, um, and help people rationalize about their health and their wellness. So of course, nutrition, I think it's very overlooked or it has been overlooked in our society um, or we've taken it for granted. Whereas now, right, that is, this is the new thing, you know, making sure about, you know, we talk about leaky gut, we talk about how it affects, you know, what we eat affects or gives us brain fog or helps us avoid brain fog. So, you know, nutrition has become a huge, huge um, topic of conversation. So let's go back into why you felt it was so important in regards to your mental, emotional, and physical needs as far as making sure you understood the right type of nutrition you needed, as well as when you were giving birth and then after. Um, I'm not sure either that that's talked about too much. I know that, you know, I hear or I've heard a lot, and this is just about the general public. So we hear a lot about like um, prenatal pills, right? We hear about that. Vitamins, I should say. Uh, We hear about, you know, you should, you know, make sure you're eating the right things and this or that. But what were the actual gaps that you felt were missing? Um, And how were those gaps affecting your mental, emotional, and physical um, well-being? Yeah, um, absolutely. I let, again, a great question. I think specifically, so in my experience, what happened is um, I had a lot of pelvic floor pain. uh, And I remember even in my six week appointment telling my doctors, you know, like something's wrong and it's affecting like a plethora of areas in my life. Um, And long story short, you know, they, they're a great provider, love them, but it was out of their expertise as far as what to do, because they pretty much said, you don't have postpartum depression and you are no longer bleeding. So for us, like you're signed off to continue, continue your life. And so I left there. Um, I started going to a pelvic floor physical therapist on my own and like paying out of pocket. And she was actually the one that advocated and pushed for me. Like, no, you need to go back to your doctors and continue to like advocate for yourself and let them know what's going on. With that being said, they finally ran um, like a bunch of tests. I think at one point I was seeing like eight different providers, but we had to create like our own little spreadsheet so that when we would go from one to the next, we could say like, this is what we've already done. Uh, And I think it was really frustrating 
for me on a personal level, and I'm sure my husband as well, to uh, be asking for support and help um, and having to deal with the pain and the stress and then the communication of all of it at once. But with all that being said, one of the doctors, I ended up going to a dietitian uh, to see if there was anything that was affecting, you know, the way my pelvic floor, um, the, the way not to go too far into it, but like your pelvic floor includes lots of nerves, muscles, organs that can all be combined and affected. Um, as far as how your labor and delivery goes, like with adhesions and tears and things like that. So with that being said, they were seeing if there were any foods that were contributing factors. And I remember um, going in and just, again, like very sweet providers, but they were not um, specific in the realm of postpartum pregnancy, things like that. And they they pretty much said like, stop eating everything except for like these few things. And we did like an elimination diet where you can reintroduce as we go, uh, which is it, not to say that that was a bad step, but we did not talk at all about foods that can help strengthen the pelvic floor. We didn't talk about um, any foods that I could be eating for the anxiety that I was having around my pain. Um, we didn't talk about replenishing my nutrient stores that were absolutely depleted from labor, delivery, pregnancy that I had gone through. And at the time, I didn't know to ask those things because we only know what we know when we know it. Um, and so that's what kind of started getting, you know, the, the wheels in my brain going of like, there has to be more than just this one very general basic guideline to be following when I'm in such like excruciating pain. Like women go through this all the time. I'm sure there are other people out there. Um, so that's kind of where I was seeing the gaps is that I think that uh, all providers have something to give, but I think specifically for the realm of motherhood and postpartum, we have kind of a checklist. And if you don't fall within that checklist, there's not uh, a lot of communication of where to go to next and other supports that are out there. Um, and for me personally, you know, through my history on the education side uh, of nutrition and then my own personal experience with it, I just, food is such a powerful thing physically and mentally and is a huge component of really fulfilling a woman's needs during the postpartum period to, to like optimize her health. I'm, I don't want to say floored, <laughs> but I'm enlightened and I love it because, you know, coming from the care coordinator and concierge side, I mean, I've looked at, I've reviewed thousands and thousands of charts. I mean, 27 years is a long time. So um, you explaining about that pelvic floor, it just makes so much sense. Like you said, it has the nerves, it has the tissue. And if folks, if we ever understand about our bodies and nerves and tissues, um, obviously there's blood flow that's needed, there's oxygen, and there's a lot of cells that need to be reattached, especially if you do have a tear. And, you know, honestly, Kristen, it makes me think about also the connectivity to um, a surgery that we would have, right? Mm -hmm. Hysterectomy, cesarean section, 
all of those things. And I, and it had me think about when I had a certain surgery, how, you know, I was thinking in my mind, but I wasn't in the best situation because at the time we're having our house remodeled, I had to be relocated in an area, you know, where someone was caring for me. We had food coming in, but I really didn't have actually a list of like the foods and things that my body really needed during that particular special time. Right. And so it makes sense to me how you are like, hey, guys, let's get a plan together in regards to not only, like you said, your pregnancy postpartum after you have that baby after your body has stretched and changed and moved so the baby could be protected and delivered and this makes so much sense so nobody I have never heard it explained that way and so I'm like this is why I just I love the fact that you're on our provider network but I just love that you're out here for women to know that they have you as a resource as a guide as a you know a partner in their whole, you know, as you said, the three worlds of motherhood right. in, in that realm. So let's then get to the specifics. What are, from what you found, specific foods, just so that there may be some mothers out there who are planning to have a baby, who are in the process of being pregnant, or as you said, postpartum. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a few foods and why that they should no doubt make sure that they have within their um, nutrition regimen on a daily base or around those times. What are some foods that you're finding to be beneficial and why? Yeah, I think, um, and I can definitely go into some specific foods, but if you don't mind real quick before that, just if you are here listening and you are pregnant or postpartum, um, keeping in mind that this is, you know, our society often has this idea around um, identifying body image with pregnancy and postpartum and expectations of the bouncing back. And this is, this is the absolute opposite time that you should be worrying about that. Um, as Piper mentioned throughout this time of pregnancy and postpartum, your body is physically pulling nutrients in your body to give to your baby. Um, and so then during that postpartum period, you are going to have you're, it's it's likely that there's going to be nutrient stores that are depleted and then continue to get pulled from for your breast milk if you choose to breastfeed uh, and things like that. So I just want to caveat that with this, the foods that I'm recommending. It's not for a diet. It is for really improving your nutrient stores to make sure that you can continue to live the life that you want and have the energy um, and the health that you want internally and for your baby. So. I love it. Thank you for that, Kristen. Because you're right. We are bombarded. We are snapback. We yes. are part of a snapback and looking a certain way, feeling a certain way. And granted, I appreciate this because ladies, we need to give ourselves grace, especially during the time when we are creating life and we're giving life. So we need to remember that. And I appreciate sometimes we have to remind each other about that, Kristen. So I do appreciate that. So go for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think a couple of focus foods that I would recommend for the entire period. So for pregnancy all the way through postpartum, it can be beneficial. 
Um, eggs are a really big one. You know, there's a nutrient. It's a so there are uh, macronutrients and there are micronutrients um, within your macros, which will be your carbs, your fats, and your proteins. You're going to find all these little micronutrients. And so one of those being choline, which is something that has just in the last decade or so been coming to the forefront of importance for pregnancy and postpartum, uh, because what choline does is it helps with brain development um, for baby. It also helps with um, postpartum depression, decreasing the risks of that. So, and that choline is gonna be found in the yolk of your eggs. So being during pregnancy, I recommend my clients to have eggs weekly, multiple times uh, if possible. And this is also a great example of why making having like an individualized consultation is so important because if eggs are either something that they don't resonate with you or you choose not to eat them um if you follow yeah for the vegans and vegetarians yes ma'am so thank you for that so if that's the case what are some alternate that they can do and you know verse you know if they're not able or again they're not wanting to eat eggs what are some alternates for that yeah there um there are a few but there's not going to be many foods that have the same amount of choline within them that eggs do so that's why it's one that i typically recommend but working together we would find you know three or four different ones that they could have throughout the week um and then most likely adding a potentially an additional choline supplement uh and as as piper mentioned before talking about pre Needle vitamins, you know, that again is something that um, you need to be taking, but it is exactly that. It is a supplement, uh, not a substitute for the foods. So with the eggs being in that case, if you don't choose to eat eggs, there are supplements in place that we can that we can put into your routine to help with that. Um, another food I would highly recommend are is like avocado, a healthy fat. Uh, it's again, another thing that will help with brain development, but also help with digestion. Uh, during pregnancy, your body goes through a lot of change with digestion. So it's gonna help you stay regular. Um, and then also during postpartum, oftentimes during your labor and delivery, you might have different IVs and uh, medications that can cause after effects. So whether that's constipation, uh, cramping, a variety of things in that way, these healthy fats are going to help with that as well. So focusing on the avocado. Um, <clears throat> another one that doesn't tend, excuse me. <clears throat> Please. We're talking so much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, you know, we're laid back here, so no worries. <laughs> another food that is the first it's typically the first food that I ask my clients if they'd be open to trying because uh, again whether you're working with me or a different provider I think the most important thing is leaving a meeting finding something that's going to resonate with you that you can follow through with and um, so again for anybody listening like let people know if you're like that I'm not going to do that <laughs> and so that people can find something else for you to do but one would be liver um so, <laughs> do you love it, Piper? <laughs> I actually, I actually, I, I actually do like liver, and I'm just laughing because 
little snippet uh, story, everybody. So, you know, a few weeks ago, we do these online or throughout COVID, we've been doing online cooking classes. So we were actually learning to make dirty rice and it calls for chicken liver. And my husband was like, oh, no. He's like, we can't do this recipe. He's like, we're gonna have to figure something out. Laughed so hard. And I said, well, you know, let's just try it because it's only one of the many plates. Ended up doing it. It was the best thing ever. Uh, he, you know, he works at a firehouse. He went and made made it over there. So we have another lover of liver, everybody. So that's my little story. Little funny. <laughs> but proceed, proceed. Yes. So, so liver is actually one that's really good for us. And why is that? Um, yeah, liver is just super nutrient dense. And if you look historically speaking, it's something that past generations used to have in their diet um, frequently, you know, uh, if not weekly. Um, it's super nutrient dense. It has like vitamin A and iron in there uh, that's really going to help with a lot of your nutrient stores. Uh, it'll help with circulation. It's going to help with um, repair and rebuilding muscles afterwards because it has that protein as well. And so, you know, and there's a lot of different ways that you can prepare liver. Um, you can, of course, you know, just fry it up in some butter, um, which can be delicious, and some onions. I think that's typically like the most yeah. common way to prepare it. Uh, but you can also, you can sneak it in things. So like what we do with our kids is we can take, we'll take a, a sliver of liver, freeze it, and then we'll grate it into other meats. So it'll be like half liver and half something else. So we can do um, like spaghetti sauces or meatballs, um, different things like that. So Again, lots of different ways that you can integrate different foods. And that's, you know, that's exactly where I'm here is to find ways that we can add it into different diets to really help you, you know, continue to follow through with these nutrients to feel your best. So yeah, eggs, 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 right? Avocado and liver, three main ones. And I'm loving this because I didn't even think about that. You know, we hear about all these wonderful books um, and people making books about cooking for your children, right? And hiding the greens and the different things. So liver, there you go, everybody, even for the adults who need this. Absolutely. So up and then you can put it in, which makes sense. And then you won't have that overwhelming taste of it. It'll be within the, the mixed um, meats that you put it in. So that's a great idea. Look, even yeah. for, for men too, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a great idea. But I really love, uh, again, let's go back to or repeat what you said. This is why everybody is so important that we get consultation. So many times we are out here, you are out there, everybody, you're Googling it, you're trying to put the pieces together. And hey, I'm all about self-education. But when it comes to health and wellness, I'm also a believer that you still need an expert to guide you appropriately, to just have somebody to double check those facts, somebody to help just guide you through that. Because so many times, how many times to give an example, we're taught, oh, coffee's great for you. This is what it does, antioxidants. And then the next two, three months, right, we turn around and we hear on the TV or Google that, oh, it's too much is bad for you. Let's do this. So guys, I'm telling you, having an expert is the best thing you can do. And especially when you're dealing with 
preparing for pregnancy in your pregnancy or postpartum. Why? You are fulfilling a huge life. I mean, this is something amazing, right? We this is this is one of the great wonderments of living that you are able to create life. So I really appreciate you, Kristen. I want people um, to also just to to know this because it's so important. These are things I don't think any of us have thought about. And like you said, a lot of us were different. And this is something I'm always preaching, right? We as women, especially, we are different. We are different. We're created differently. And so our options and our resources are going to be different. They should be different because we're just right. We're different beings. So with that being said, any plan that you or all of us have in regards to health and wellness, it needs to be specialized, individualized and personalized for us to have the best outcomes for ourselves. And in this regards, our babies. So I appreciate you being with us today, Kristen. I think we have so much more to talk about. So we're definitely going to be having you back. But until then, I want everybody to know how they can get a hold of you. So first of all, can you let them know how to get a hold of you on either Instagram or Facebook? Um, How do we get a hold of you? Yeah, so um, on Instagram, you can go to at heart.fed, um, and then we. I also have a heart-fed Facebook group, um, but the easiest way to get in touch with me is if you go to our website, which is heart-fed.com, uh, and you can go there, read a little bit more about our offerings, as well as book any consultations, uh, and you can always book a discovery call with me as well and do like a 15-minute chat to see if it's something that is going to be beneficial for you in your specific time period of motherhood. Um, yeah. And then, of course, I'm going so through. Um, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, and go ahead. of course, go through Piper as well um, through the concierge business uh, to, to get my information, too. Wonderful. We're just so happy. I mean, this is why I love having these conversations. As we said, we have the discussions and conversations about everything that affects us. And especially when we're dealing with um, pregnancy, postpartum, the more we know, the better you would do, the better outcomes you will have. And so, Kristen, again, we thank you. Um, again, let's thank Kristen uh, Vucinich, who is our uh, certified nutrition consultant, and she specializes in postpartum pregnancy and baby nutrition, the three worlds of motherhood. I'm loving that. <laughs> and to help you and your baby to have the best outcome and your total well-being through nutrition. So thank you again for the tips. Everybody, if you love what you've heard, please like it, subscribe, and share it because we do have the best of the best health and wellness experts. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us on, again, our Woman Warriors podcast. That's it for episode three, and we are looking forward to episode four coming up. But out of all of this, we want you to enjoy what you've heard, and uh, we just want the best wellness for yourselves and to find the right providers and solutions for you through these conversations, but also through uh, P. Grigsby Consulting Health and Wellness. And again, we want you to leave here healthier, happier, and better you. So stay well, be healthy until the next episode. Thank you all. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Piper.